And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to the Andy Safel Show presented by Sling. We've got a special edition right now. We did one when they fired Paul Christ at Wisconsin, so it's only fair that we do one when they hire Luke Fickle at Wisconsin. Ari, this is a uh, this is a really good hire. This is a, a surprising hire because I think a lot of us didn't have his name out there just because we didn't know that he was movable at this point. Yeah, I always thought that it would be a Big Ten East job that would come open, that would get him to to leave Cincinnati. Um, but Wisconsin, I guess, is the best Big Ten West job. Is that fair? Well, but you're looking at it in terms of divisions, and divisions won't exist in two years. So no, no I'm just saying I, yeah. it's not even just about divisions. I'm just saying the programs in the Big Ten yes. East are the ones well, that I, would be I, most I would attractive to him, I you, would think. If you power rank the jobs, Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, would Michigan State be next or would Wisconsin be next? For Luke because Fickle? It's, one of those, it's either one. Because one. Of, well, we know what it is for Luke Fickle because he had a chance to have both. So yeah. he thinks Wisconsin's better. I wonder if he if he could go back in time if he would still think that. Because Michigan State was in a pretty bad spot when they were courting him, and it seems like they're in a doable place right now. Um, but you know, I think that Luke Fickle is going to thrive in a place that has a blueprint that's workable and doable. It's Oh, it, it's more than that. It is a workable, doable blueprint that matches what he believes in as a head coach. Like this is, this is perfect. And, and I look, f- feel free to clip this and it all takes exposed. If this winds up being a Scott Frost type situation, I don't think it will. This is perfect right here because yes. he is, he, the way he likes to play, the way he likes to build his team already matches what they want to do. He's already shown you at the group of five level that he can out recruit his school's place in the recruiting universe. All of a sudden, perhaps he can make Wisconsin on par with say Penn state in terms of talent acquisition, maybe with Michigan in terms of, well, that's what I was going to ask you. Do you think that's possible? If they get their NIL stuff in order, anything's possible right now. That's, that's the, that's the big key right here. We've talked about it with Matt Rule at Nebraska too. If you're at a school that can get the NIL stuff in order and you're not afraid to do some stuff in the transfer portal, then all of a sudden you can upgrade your roster or fill in any holes you might have very quickly. And I think the thing about Wisconsin, and we talked about this when they fired Chris, they fired Chris before they let it go downhill too fast. Like they're still, if you were talking about in terms of buying a house, great bones there. Yeah. I'm just like thinking about like a Des Ritter type quarterback in a Wisconsin offense oh, that's functional good if they Lord. maintain their running identity and also play very good defense. Like that would be a very good team. And I like, you know, I thought that's kind of where we were headed when Graham Mertz went there and that hasn't manifested yet or it doesn't seem like it's going to. Um, but yeah, I think Luke Fickle is a very, very qualified coach um, and somebody who I think if he would have stayed at Cincinnati, he might've had his pick of the litter next year too. Yes. Um, so the question I have 
two questions, and this is a live YouTube show. We're allowed to, you know, ramp people up, but absolutely. Is it prudent for him when there could be an opening at Ohio state sooner than people think? Okay. That was what I was going to ask you because I think he's doing this because he looked at the landscape and said, I don't know if Michigan, Ohio State, or Penn State is opening anytime soon. Yeah, I'm not saying that Ryan Day is going to be fired this year or even next year, but we are in a crossroads where the program is probably set back 15 years in terms of stature of like where it was. It hasn't been this bad in Columbus in this long. Uh, maybe even 20 years, depending on how I how you look at it. And I think well, that if there was just talking about the Michigan game, which obviously with Ohio State is everything. Right. Well, they haven't been in this position as a program for a very long time. And as you move forward and Michigan be, gets stronger, you know, the thing with the Ohio State situation is, is I don't know if you can look and say you got to fix this one thing and then you're good to go. Like if you think the problem is the head coach and the head coach isn't going anywhere, then you're kind of in a rut. Um, and that to me is interesting. And, it, it, and I'm not saying that he's going to be fired, but he might be more persuaded to move on to greener pastures or find um, an NFL job that suits him. You never know like what could happen at Ohio State. And like if you would have asked me, is Ohio State's job going to be open in the next five years, two days ago? I probably wouldn't say no. But I think now the odds of that being possible are higher at the very least. Now, and here's I know the thing. that Luke Fickle this, would walk this to all Columbus. Started, but this all started more than two days ago. And I think that probably has something to do with sure, it. Sure, sure. And maybe if he does really well at Wisconsin, he's still a candidate for Ohio State. Like, that's not – this isn't a – No, a, it's not. A, it, a once in a – one that, thing one and those, that's it. Well, I mean, that's what Paul – that's what Wisconsin did getting Paul Chris from Pittsburgh. Like – it sucked that Paul Chris had to leave Pittsburgh when he did, but he's like, it's it's Wisconsin. I'm I'm leaving for that job. Yeah, and the Pittsburgh yeah. people were like, we understand. So and I and I under, and I assume that Luke Fickle would hitchhike with his large family to Columbus if that job ever came knocking. So you know why not take the Wisconsin job? You've got no rush because you know whatever happens with Ryan Day, maybe Ryan Day is the head coach there for twenty more years. You don't know how it's going to plan out pan out. Mm-hmm but you have a better job that pays you more money in a power conference, one of the power two conferences where Mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about what's going to happen in the near future while you wait it out. But, and also, so Martin on our live chat likes, you know, the, the expanded recruiting staff at Michigan state, which also is includes someone they took from Wisconsin. And so hopefully this move means Wisconsin is, is ready to expand the recruiting department. I'm guessing Luke fickle demanded that here. Here's the thing you got to remember. Luke Fickle was at Ohio State and helped Urban Meyer build the monster that ruled the Big Ten. I cannot imagine that he would take that job year. without an understanding that that's going to happen. Oh yeah, like no, that, this, like just that. I think that you know Martin's comment is that means exactly what you're thinking it means. Like the mm-hmm. infrastructure, the resources, the assistance, and all that Big Ten money that's coming in is going to have to be put into good use. And I think that this could be. Andy, we talked about the manifestation of the power too, yep. and and what these is going to mean for the programs. Like this could be the first program that starts transforming uh, into something that is even greater than it was at its previous ceiling as a result of the money and in the, the vision that these programs are having. And this is and this is what happened in the SEC in the early two thousands. This is because Florida is ruling the conference, and then LSU gets Saban, and he sort of lays out a blueprint. Auburn figures out, oh, if we steal Ole Miss's coach, then we got a chance to do some stuff and and it just ramped up from there and it, it, it got very ridiculous, but it also resulted in a lot of national titles. The big 10 has every opportunity to do this. And I think now you're looking at this, Matt rules in the league, you know, they're, they're paying a pretty penny to have Matt rule in the league at Nebraska. Luke fickles in the league. Now 
it's going to get very expensive to hire a coach in the in the Big Ten, and it's going to get to where the names are wow, probably in about three, four years, where we're like, this is a murderer's row. And that's because they'll be able to pay the most. Yeah. Now the thing that I'm quite I'm, I'm that I would question here, Andy, is if Ohio if Ohio State isn't the only one that can transcend the geog- geography or the geographical challenges that mm-hmm. a lot of the teams in the Big Ten face, because you're going to infuse money into it. National recruiting is a more mainstream thing, but this Wisconsin move is the first Big Ten pro? Well, actually, maybe not the first. Michigan State with Mel Tucker, uh, Michigan the contract State they offered the first him, one, yeah. Where you're starting to see a complete financial buy-in to the acceleration of the football program in a meaningful way. Um, so if Wisconsin does this, and um, you know Michigan State does this, Michigan's in a pretty good situation. Ohio State's mm-hmm. always going to have the money to do it. Penn State offered their coach a seventy-five million dollar ten-year deal, right? Yeah. Like. You're starting to see the financial investment in these programs to make football a priority in a way that we hadn't seen before. Now, now when Indiana becomes South Carolina, that's going to be that's yeah. Well, that's the thing. Really like, Purdue's playing yeah. in the Big Ten championship yeah. on sun, on Saturday, and I'm wondering, are they is Purdue going to you know back up the Brinks truck for Brom, or are they going to be able to go hire somebody that you know would be a higher up? The higher up pro- is not the right way to say I, it. I a more think, meaningful Brom, hire. I was saying, I think Brom is pretty good. And, yeah. and Brom's one that's going to be, if he keeps doing this, will be mentioned for bigger jobs within the Big Ten and possibly in the SEC. And, and again, this is what we talked about. Like Purdue, Minnesota, at this point, you shouldn't be outspent by Big 12 schools or Pac 12 schools or ACC schools. Like you can just money, you know. Yeah, what are we talking about? Nebraska with, with, uh, Matt Rule yesterday. Like exactly. that's another one. Like all these coaches are coming in. It's like last year when you look at at football in general with Lincoln Riley to USC and Mario Cristobal to Miami and Billy Napier to Florida and all these hires that were made. Uh, Brian Kelly to LSU. You know all the hires. I mean, those mm-hmm. were those were foundation shaking hires potentially. Yes, and you well, already have a, a potential Pac-12 team in the playoff now as a result of those hires. And it's just like. Good on Wisconsin for not just settling for the guy who was in the program. I'm saying that Jim Leonard wouldn't have been a good hire, wouldn't have been good at his no, job. No, but this is a much more proven commodity. This, this is, is like absolutely a much more proven commodity. We're not commodity. settling. We're going to go pay probably more than we would have had to to keep Leonard in the fold, go get somebody that has worked and grew up in the biggest powerhouse of the conference and expect – I mean, he took Cincinnati to the playoff. Yes. Like, if you could take Cincinnati yes, to the playoff. think about how hard that is. You know, like we're a year removed from it now, but like you're going to get a, co- a playoff coach. And like I don't know like – Luke Fickle, uh, I was there when he was the interim head coach at Ohio State, and it didn't go well. Um, and I don't know if that that's his fault. Uh, probably not, because it was such a dumpster fire with everything that happened after Tatgate and all that. But like he has grown up tremendously as a coach in the 10 years, 15 years since that's happened. Oh, and, and I talked and, to him about that. You, you can actually go back and listen. I think it was one of the last episodes we did before the, the pandemic where I interview Luke Fickle, and he explains that he did not want to be a head coach after that Ohio state interim experience, like it took Mark D'Antonio essentially talking him into trying to get a head coaching job five years later because he wasn't going to do it. And Mark D'Antonio was like, you could be a great head coach. You need to try. And he's like, okay, fine. I'll try it. But I think that how do we want to view this hire? Like it's not quite Lincoln Riley, but I feel like it's every bit as big as uh, some of the let, ones that were happened last this. year was if, if I gave you a list of all the potential head coaches out there that aren't already in the Big Ten, 
Who would you think would be the best Big Ten head coach out of all of them? I think it might be Luke Fickle. I think that might be the answer to that question. Can you ask it again? I, I didn't get it. All of the head coaches not currently in the Big Ten. Oh. Who would be the best Big Ten head coach? Uh, you're going to kill me for saying this, but maybe Dave Aranda too? I think Luke Fickle but Luke has Fickle. a better pedigree than Dave well, just Aranda. Say it, just say it this way. Two, only one coach in last year's major blow-up carousel won a playoff game. Right? No, did it? No, none of them won a playoff game. Been to the playoff, there was two. Lincoln right. Riley and Brian Kelly. And, and Brian now Kelly, you're right. adding this guy won a play or made it to the playoff. He so like he would have been a, a top three higher in last year's cycle. Now, the thing that I'm yep. very curious about with Luke Fickle, and the thing that he's done very well is he knows the first name of every coach, assistant or not, in the state of Ohio. He's done a tremendous job and was at Ohio State when he was an assistant there, uh tremendously good at under uh uncovering really hidden gems in the dirt that were really good players in college. Yeah. The Darren Lee story. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Everyone knows that one. You know, he took a three-star quarterback and turned him into a first round outside linebacker. Um, And you're going to have to do that to the same extent, Wisconsin, but like, what is the recruiting strategy they're going to be for him? Like, is he going to still spend a lot of time in Ohio? Then is Wisconsin going to be recruiting Ohio very very well, hard, I, I or think, is he going to try to I do think it he's the Wisconsin gonna, way? I think he's going to try to do it the Ohio State way. I think that's a smart way to do it. Like because nationally? Why not? And and do what you've been – do what works, and then scrap what doesn't. So what works at Wisconsin is you get local linemen, and you develop them. So that still is do tr- that. Tried and true, it works. Why not? But – Sprinkle in the occasional, and, and they've been doing this. Like they they got one out of Pennsylvania, right? A, a five star offensive tackle. I know it, it hasn't yeah. played much yet. Nolan but, Rucci. But as you put more and more of those guys in the league, well, now you sprinkle in some guys. So if you need to go get a lineman from somewhere else and he's really good, you go, hey, we're better at this than everybody else. Come play here. But also, the positions that you don't have that aren't plentiful for you, where you are, just go get them. Just go try to get the well, best. Well, let's just call it what it is. Can Wisconsin get elite skill talent? Within the NIL era? Yeah. Yes. Where everyone NIL has money. Operation. Everybody if has NIL, NIL money. Everybody has NIL money, but it's about being creative with it, and it's about proving that you can develop them in a meaningful way. So far, what Luke Fickle has done at Cincinnati is proof of that. Look at how many guys they got drafted from Cincinnati. Yeah. Look at how Sauce Gardner and Kobe Bryant are doing in the NFL right now. Like, yep. it is not an accident. We'll be right back after this message from one of our lovely sponsors. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream direct TV satellite free. You see this? 
this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight? Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Here's the other thing about this, Ari, that, that I think is really interesting because Luke Fickle, you and I both know him. He was going to be very selective about any job he took. He wasn't just going to go, oh, you're so offering you a little surprised by this a little bit. I'm very surprised. I'm a little surprised and by this. this. I'm yeah. going to tell you why I, I think this bodes well for Wisconsin because of what we know about Luke Fickle already. He's very careful. He's very deliberate. This That he's doing this means he's popped the hood on this thing. And he liked what he saw. Yep. That's that's the part that should excite you if you're a Wisconsin fan. Yeah, I mean, I am all for programs not just doing the straight line easy decision. Because it was right there. Wisconsin could have just hired Leonard. Nobody would have questioned it. We would have mm-hmm. talked about it, but it would have just been the next guy in line at Wisconsin. And like they went out and they got somebody who was not only good, but very attractive to a lot of places. He feels perfect for that job. The only reason we don't think he's absolutely perfect is because we assume he was going to be at Ohio State at some point. But yeah. if Ohio State never opens, this is the next best, one of the next best things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Geography-wise, it'll be interesting. I cannot wait to see how he approaches it. I'm sure he'll figure it out. Um, but he is the type of coach that will put people in place and has a pretty good uh you know, ability of continuing to sign those uh, overlooked Wisconsin uh, offensive linemen. Uh, if he can get the NIL into a situation where they can get some skill players in there, maybe also, get a Desmond Ritter type quarterback. There, what there, was Desmond there, Ritter's recruiting like? What, I don't even remember, know what well, he was. Rayville recruited him. He wasn't even a fickle recruit. I want to so, go see what he was though. But so the interesting part now is Wisconsin sort of the the original you know, took the original great grad transfer in Russell Wilson. You're going to have to do some stuff in the transfer portal and be good in the transfer portal if Mm -hmm. you want to compete with Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. But doesn't Wisconsin become a more attractive landing spot for a quarterback now than it was yesterday? Absolutely. And here's the other part. I would argue that Luke Fickle handled his quarterback situation very well. You know, he he, he recruited well at that position. He uh, he managed it through the portal, like the Ben Bryant, like lending Ben Bryant to Eastern Michigan and taking him back after a year. Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. It's it, it's really he seems like he has a pretty good handle on these things. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Uh, so what about Cincinnati? So this is a good job. This is a really, really good job. And, you know, I mentioned Tommy Tuberville. He's the only coach in this century that hasn't been good there. They're like, like everybody four- else has been great. There are like three or four group of five jobs 
where you can build a really good football team regardless of who the head coach is. And this ain't a group of five job anymore. It's a big no. I know, but now. but right now in the moment, Cincinnati has been good over multiple head coaching tenures. UCF has been good over mm-hmm. multiple head coaching tenors, tenures. Houston has been very good over mo- like these three jobs in particular yeah. mm-hmm. um, are jobs that which is why the Big Twelve is taking them. And that, but you can win there because of the infrastructures that are in place yeah. in the geographical territories that they're in. Yeah. So, so so think about this. Think about this. Mark D'Antonio, Brian Kelly, Butch Jones was really good at Cincinnati. That's how mm-hmm. he got the Tennessee job. And then and then Luke Fickle. That's four head coaches that were insanely successful there. And what if Cincinnati uh, just tried to hire a U.S. senator to do the reverse? <laughs> I well, uh, University of Florida just hired one as the president, so it's it's not entirely out of question. <laughs> Here's Tyron Federer. Here's an interesting one: Tom Herman to Cincinnati. I, I, that makes sense. He wanted Houston. It's a similar profile job. He's worked in Ohio. Like that, that actually makes a lot of sense right there. Be very good. I think. I mean, Tom Herman's a very good football coach. Yeah. And I do think that his uh, – everybody in Ohio knows they don't win a national championship at Ohio State in 14 without him, which still carries some weight if you're the Cincinnati coach. Here, here Bill Schlansky, Zach Taylor recruited Desmond Ritter for Tuberville. Zach Taylor, what, what did he wind up doing? Oh, yeah. He's an NFL head coach now. <laughs> Yeah, he's a pretty good one too. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that that is Des Ritter but, was the number 1657 player in the 2017 class out of Louisville, Kentucky. And only reports one offer from Cincinnati right now in his in his pro. I'm sure he had other ones, but that's yeah. That's what he was. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's that's the thing. You you've got to you got to think that and and look, they developed him. Now, they developed him with their offensive staff and like Mike Denbrock is now at LSU. So we'll see what Luke Fickle does from a staff standpoint. I'll be very interested because that's the one thing Wisconsin was going to blow up its offensive staff, whether they hired from outside or were promoted Jim Leonard. What will Wisconsin's offense look like now is an interesting question. And I will say, if it looks like Cincinnati's offense, that's kind of the direction you probably should have. You know what going. it might look like? It might look like Ohio State's offense from 2015. There's nothing wrong with that. Spread nothing but, wrong with but that. power running. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. You got one one uh, quarterback that you can trust. Doesn't have to be Dan Marino back there. Mm-hmm. And a really good running back, which Wisconsin's had zero shortage of having. Yep. Uh, and you get one stud receiver from somewhere. I don't know if it's the portal or what, but oh, you have yourself and, and, and two good to tight ends. If you have two, you could, you could really recruit <laughs> tight ends to that. In Wisconsin, can uh, it's probably not going to have a hard time finding those. So, yeah. I, I, I'm telling you, I I hate this when I do this because I know it's going to blow up in my face half the time. Like I, I try not to get excited about hires because any number of things can go wrong. But this one seems you can get excited about really hires. Hire. It doesn't mean that it's guaranteed to work. But when you when you rate like this is the thing that I've always been frustrated with because nobody can tell the future, right? If you give a coaching hire an A and it doesn't work, it doesn't mean that you're a moron for giving it an A. It was the best with the information that we have in the moment. Yep. And this is an A plus hire. It's, it if is it doesn't work, an a plus hire. then yep. we nobody saw that coming. The people writing the million dollar checks didn't see it coming. How are we going to see it coming? All we know <laughs> is with the information that we have, yeah, with who Luke Fickle is, his track record, his background, his ability to recruit, 
to get a group of five team to the playoff, working for Urban Meyer, knowing how Ohio State wins. Tell me a better candidate for Wisconsin football. There is not one. A-plus hire. Clip it. Save the clip. It doesn't matter, right? exposed. I don't think you're going to need it, though. I think he's going to be really good. Get excited, Badgers. It's not a take. That's, is, it's, it's not a, a take. Good hire. Yeah, it's, this it's is a good hire. It's just a fact. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. Get excited, Wisconsin fans. This is the most interesting hire of the cycle so far. But, hey, the day is young. We'll talk to you later. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.